But, 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 aren't we supposed to submit to the authorities? So they called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. Acts 4 18-20. Peter and John found themselves in hot water with the authorities one day as they healed and preached Jesus in the temple in Jerusalem. Did they meekly go home and keep to themselves? If they had we would not know this story, nor any of the gospel for that matter. Jesus who? But, 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 aren't we supposed to submit to the authorities? How often have you heard that in the last year? No. A big resounding, let the deceived and the deceivers, the darkest corners of hell, and the devil and his antichrist hear it, no. Do not submit to lesser authorities when a higher authority is directing you another way. Never mind the whole county, state and federal agencies overstepping their authority and demanding things of us that go against the highest authority of our land, our biblically inspired U.S. Constitution. Until March of 2020 no one in America would have ever imagined that an unknown and unelected county health official could shut down every food service business in a county with virtually no warning, and that a state governor could unilaterally demand that private business close indefinitely, that people stay sequestered in their homes, that kids lose nearly two years of education and that churches close their doors while cooperate box stores and liquor stores are still packed full of people. And we just go along with it, it all for the greater good after all, we must submit. Fine. The world is full of monarchies and dictatorships that strip all people of their God-given rights, for the greater good of course. That's been the way of man for eons, and one, by the grace of God and the blood of God-fearing men, that we had gotten away from for almost 200 years. The shredded U.S. Constitution is one thing, perhaps arguable, but I do not believe God-fearing Americans should deem it null and void and just passively allow all our God-given rights to be stripped away. Words that affirm God as the giver of our freedom founded this nation in 1776 as we declared independence from a king who would hinder those rights granted by our Creator. But that's another matter. We are focused on the spoken word of God today, and the right and command to share it in power. We must not submit to authorities who tell us we cannot preach Scripture and that Jesus is offensive and not acceptable in the public square. We do not submit to the authorities when what they tell us is in direct contradiction to the Word of God. The apostles had been told by Jesus to go into all the world and make disciples of all men, and they cannot do that if they allow people with worldly power and influence to control their speech. The followers of Christ had a story to tell, a witness to give in a fire in their hearts that had to burst forth in testimony and could not be contained. And if they were to suffer for it, they would count it all joy for it only confirmed the validity of their message and gave God more opportunity to be glorified as He indeed would be as He rescued the apostles over and over from their persecutors. Because of their boldness and refusal to submit to those who would silence, their words would become a witness that would change the world. Those words are still just as powerful, and the enemy hates that, he fears that more than anything, and he has been on an all-out assault on that truth ever since. But he keeps losing. Let's not be the generation that allows the Word of God to be silenced because we were afraid to offend, because we were convinced that it is outdated, hurtful and hateful. The enemy is real good at changing the definition of words, of normalizing sin, no wait, we can't label anything a sin, who are we to judge? We can't claim that Jesus is the only way, that's narrow-minded and intolerant. Let's just take that out of our discourse, let's take Jesus out of our music, out of our sermons, we must be more tolerant and just talk about grace in general and how much God loves us all and wants to bless us. Never mind that old-fashioned notion of repentance and self-control. Holiness? What is that anyway? and all those things about immorality, who are we to say that what you do and whom you do it with is right or wrong? 
God is cool with it all, and so are we. You will all be fine, in fact, let's just forget about all that confusing scripture stuff and just use generalities and the latest best-selling aren't we wonderful books. We all know what the Bible says right. It's just the overall concepts that God wants us to know, we don't need to get bogged down in the word-for-word stuff. That just causes division and scares people away. Let's just gather together and celebrate the power of love. All we need is love, love. Love is all we need. If we just do that no one will be offended, more people will come to our church and all of they will leave us alone and praise us for our progressiveness. No one will bother us and we will continue to grow our empire, I mean the kingdom, and we will be blessed with abundance. Dot. What? Shut down our church for a couple of weeks because some people might get sick. Okay no problem. Can we open yet? No, how about now? No. Now? No. We are not essential? Okay, I guess. Um, it's been months, can we open yet? Yes, just a little. But cover your faces and don't sing or get near each other. Okay, I don't want to be like that radical Bible-thumping pastor down the road who refused to submit and got arrested. That's just not a good witness. Are you tracking with me here, church? Are you getting uncomfortable? Because we are living in an uncomfortable world right now, but you know what? This world is not our home and it never will be until Jesus comes back to defeat the lies and prove to all once and for all that He is the way, the truth and the life and that not one jot or tittle of His word will pass away until all is fulfilled, and all who love His word and long for His return will be vindicated. While the weak and enlightened, and the powerful who demanded we be silent and submissive are begging the mountains to fall on them and hide them. That day will come because the Antichrist has deceived the world into worshipping the beast and turning away from the one true God because the church fell silent and a lot of good people, who might have turned if they had heard the words, will perish. But is does not have to happen on our watch. We must speak the words of life, in the power of the Spirit, boldly and joyfully. The world is starving for truth. Speak the words of life. By the way, here is my authority to keep my church open and to keep preaching truth. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Hebrews 10 24-25